It all started in early 20th century France. They introduced the idea of mm, some fancy French word, basically eating small amounts of beautifully served food. 5, 10, 15, up to 20 courses. In one meal, you could try soups, appetizers, pastries, pastas, risottos, all that good stuff. When you go to a restaurant to try a new dish, it stops tasting life-changing after about the 10th mouthful. When you're only given a few bites worth, you somehow appreciate the taste more. Luxury restaurants always try to be as different as they can from cheaper places. They've got elegant interiors, expensive cutlery, and small portions. The opposite of what you get at your regular diner. It makes the meal more unusual. That's why it's more memorable. Truffles, caviar, all those fancy-schmancy ingredients cost a lot. And deep down, you know that. So when you see them bring a tiny plate with a tiny serving, your brain's happy. It's logical somehow. How would you feel if you ordered a cheap plate of something fancy and it was huge? You'd be weirded out, wondering if the quality was really low or something. Luxury restaurants get their ingredients from various places. It's not really a one-stop shop thing. That adds up fast. A bigger portion would be so expensive even for the wealthiest customers. Most fancy restaurants have at least 3 to 6 course meals. At some, you might get up to 30. You wouldn't be able to try them all if they were regular size. And if they keep the portion sizes down, you'll have room for dessert and a fancy coffee, which means extra money for the restaurant. It's all designed to give you the limited edition vibe. You're always more likely to appreciate something that's rare and exclusive. A mountain of pasta is something you can cook at home any old time. Some strands of multicolored pasta spread across a plate of exotic veggies? That's got food selfie written all over it. Now, gourmet chefs don't just cook. They create edible works of art. And it's a lot easier to make a masterpiece with fewer things on the plate. The more you slap on there, the more it'll look like that meal you cook when you're just trying to empty out your fridge. And for the customer, it's not easy to look elegant when you're trying to shove a huge burger in your mouth. When you're eating your tiny portion at a fancy table wearing nice clothes, you can't not look elegant. Some restaurants are switching it up, offering regular and smaller size meal options. It's perfect if you can't eat that much, are dieting, or want to save some money. But it's not like the smaller portions are going to be fancier, they'll just be smaller. Most restaurants have dim lighting and cozy secluded seating areas to make you feel more comfortable and relaxed, and stay longer, and order more. You'll feel less guilty about ordering a ton of expensive food when you feel invisible in the dark. Smells can affect your meal choices. Vanilla and cinnamon make you crave dessert. The smell of bacon might make you order a bigger breakfast. Lavender helps you relax, slow down, and eat and spend more. Fancy restaurants use incense and nice-smelling oils to try to make you order more. At cheaper restaurants, it's all different. When you sit by the window and see people in sunlight, you're more likely to feel conscious of your choices and order something healthy and sensible like vegetables, wraps, you know, that sort of thing. And you're more likely to order a full meal because you think someone might judge you or something. They put up TVs everywhere to distract you. That way, you're more likely to agree to whatever the waiter's offering you. Sitting at a high-top bar table makes you more alert, since you can't lean back and relax. You're more likely to order, eat, and leave. 
Then they can fill the table with someone else. Where can you always find fast food? At the mall and at any rest stop. They're hoping you just impulse buy something, even when you're not hungry. Just looking at food or people eating can make you crave that burger. And restaurants pay big bucks to get help designing their menus. They use something called power positioning. It helps you pick something even if you didn't know you wanted it. Whatever's on the top right of the front page, that's what they want you to order. You'll always see the most expensive ingredients mentioned in the dish description, even if it only has one tiny drop of it. You'll want to order it for that luxury vibe. Some gourmet restaurants really do make their specials out of the freshest ingredients, the one they just got in that morning. Most specials, though? They're made from stuff that's about to expire. That way, they don't waste as much food. And watch out! The specials at fancy restaurants might cost more than your new iPhone. Even the most luxurious places can't always cook everything from scratch. Frozen veggies zapped in the microwave, vacuum-packed soups they dump in hot water. They might even use leftover shredded veggies from the salad bar to make tomorrow's soup of the day. When the greeter at the front door tells you there's a 20-minute wait, they just made it up. Can they see into the future? How do they know exactly how long it's going to take for that couple at the corner table to finish their pasta and leave? That specific wait time just makes you feel more relaxed. Plus, it makes it look like the restaurant's really well-managed. The restaurant manager knows you're more likely to order a $20 pizza if it's right below a $45 steak. You might also fall for the special $3 off dessert, even if it's still $15. It's called the anchoring effect. Your brain gets stuck on the $3 off bit and ignores the actual price. When a friendly waiter invites you to take another look at the menu, it's impossible to say no. You naturally want to please others. The waiters know which items to push, and they'll describe them to you in the most beautiful way or recommend them as their personal favorites. Just try it. Ask them to recommend you a dessert. I bet you anything, it'll be the most expensive one. The music you hear at restaurants affects the taste of food. You're more likely to rate your pasta or pizza as authentic if they're pumping out some Italian opera jams. Chips taste fresher when they crunch super loud, and oysters feel saltier when there's some sort of Caribbean music going on. Waiters always want to start you off with a drink before you even open the menu to catch you off guard. And if one person orders a pricey drink, chances are everyone else will too. Menus that don't use dollar signs make you feel better and more relaxed about spending money. And they don't use cents either. The less numbers you see, the more you're going to be willing to pay. You're more likely to order a meal that has a long, juicy name like seasoned wood-fire grilled fish filet with our head chef's signature sauce and Uncle John's secret recipe fried potatoes. I'm in. Hey. Sorry, guys. That sounds better than grilled fish with potatoes. The first one sounds expensive and like it's a secret family recipe. Restaurants always like to make meals sound more authentic. That's why they're always loaded with foreign words, makes it seem extra fancy. Restaurants get busy at lunch, at least that's the plan. To stop you from noticing that your meal's taking forever, they slow everything else down too. They'll keep you waiting for a table, then seat you at an empty table, then put out the dishes and cutlery, then bring you the menu, then, well, you get the picture. Sorry to burst your bubble, 
But you aren't always the first customer to get that bread basket. What's left from the previous guest, you might be eating that right now. When waiters bring you free snacks, they're trying to make you thirsty. All those chips and crackers are packed with sodium. When you eat too much of it, your body sends a signal to your kidneys that it's time to flush out the system. Before you know it, you're ordering a bunch of extra drinks. The national Jamaican fruit, ackee, has a truly unique taste. It's mild and buttery, and people who tried it say it tastes just like scrambled eggs. It's safe to eat ackee only as long as it's fully ripe. So the import of raw ackees was banned in the U.S. almost 50 years ago. The only edible part is the white, creamy flesh itself. The pink flesh looks mouthwatering, but don't fall for it. It's highly toxic. Same with the black seeds. Soursop is one more fruit banned from the U.S. because of its toxins. It's also referred to as guanabana and can release toxic substances, leading to some very unpleasant effects if not ripe. Soursop fans, don't be sad. Chances are, you might find some frozen pulp in supermarkets. Another thing that should be 100% ripe to be safe is elderberry. Raw elderberry is rich in vitamin C, which is good for you, and cyanide, which is not that good. These berries are quite popular, though. You can find them in pies, syrups, teas, jams, you name it. Fully ripe and cooked berries aren't dangerous. And nope, it's not banned. Cyanide doesn't seem that serious when it comes to food with tetrodotoxin, which is 1,200 times stronger. Pufferfish is a Japanese delicacy, and it's loaded with the substance. No person can eat this fish without consequences, but Japanese chefs have mastered their skills to perfection. To make it edible, they simply remove the poisonous parts. This delicacy is called fugu and costs about $200 per portion. You could buy a whole bunch of totally safe salmon instead. It's almost completely banned in the U.S. There are only a few authorized places that sell it, but you probably don't feel like having such a gastronomic adventure either way. Kasu marzu literally means rotten cheese. Sorry, you can't try a bite of it in the U.S., so in case you can't resist the temptation, just head to the island of Sardinia, Italy. In fact, it's just sheep milk cheese with a pinch of, mm, let's say, magic. Special flies leave their eggs right inside that cheese, and they stay there for 40 days. At the moment it's ready for consumption, this cheesy delicacy has some live maggots taking care of decomposing it. Thanks to them, the cheese has that distinctive texture and spicy flavor. It's banned in the U.S. for sanitary reasons. Unlike soft and creamy kasu marzu, the Himalayan cheese Chirpy is famous for being the world's hardest. Just like any regular product of this type, it's made from milk. What makes it different is that it stays fresh for up to 20 years. The milk is quite special, too. The cows, which are actually a cross between cows and yaks, eat a variety of mountain herbs. This milk has a unique flavor, thanks to those herbs. But be careful with your teeth nibbling on that hardest stone cheese. In Singapore, you'll never have cavities because of chewing gum. And nope, it's not because they take care of your teeth. The thing is, it's completely illegal there. This place is known for its cleanliness, and the country spent a fortune cleaning all the spots and banning chewing gum. It was prohibited back in 1992. 
and vendors had to stop the sales immediately to avoid super high fines. Walking down the supermarket aisles while traveling to different destinations, you may spot that there's no raw milk in stock. It's prohibited in many U.S. states and other countries, including Canada, Norway, Finland, Sweden, Denmark, and Scotland, for sanitary reasons. While raw milk is a no-go for Scotland, haggis is completely fine there. Still, it's banned in the U.S. If you live in the States and you're under 45, chances are you've never tried haggis, since it was prohibited almost half a century ago. This Scottish pudding is made of a full range of sheep's inner parts, mixed with some oatmeal and spiced up with a bunch of minced onions. Oh, and don't forget suet and some broth. The texture is crumbly and coarse, and no surprise, the dish is quite spicy. It's usually served with mashed potatoes or mashed turnip. Cassava is a poisonous tropical root with two types. The sweet variation does contain some cyanide, but it's enough to cook it to reduce the toxic content to a non-toxic level. To get rid of all the toxins in bitter cassava, it's necessary to grate the root, then soak it, and finally cook properly to make it edible. This root is very starchy, and its flavor is really subtle. Cassava can be used just like potatoes, mashed, boiled, or fried. What you think? How about some haggis with mashed cassava instead of potatoes on the side? By the way, harmless potatoes aren't that safe either. It all depends on whether it's ripe or not. So-called green potatoes are full of toxins, and potato sprouts are also quite unsafe. Same with green almonds and cashews, which are full of cyanide if not ripe enough. Luckily, the nuts we get at the supermarket are well-processed, which means they're completely safe. Yellow plums, or Mirabelle plums, are banned in all the 50 states of America. These fruits are completely fine, and nothing bad happens if you eat them. But you can only enjoy these plums in Lorraine, France. The importation law is a bit bizarre, and this fruit is of protected origin. If sea bass is the kind of dish you just can't live without, then the UK isn't your destination. This fish has been recently banned there because of declines in the sea bass population. The same goes with beluga caviar in the US. One of the world's most expensive foods can't be found in America because of new regulations protecting the fish. Hey, feel like a burger with freshly cooked meat, the softest bun, and loads of ketchup? Go and grab it, unless you're a French school student. There's a law in France regulating the use of ketchup in cafeterias for students, and they're only allowed to have it with, you guessed it, French fries. Greenland shark bodies get rid of all the waste they produce, filtering it through their flesh and skin, so no wonder their flesh is toxic. Sounds like a fair reason not to eat them, but not in Iceland. Hakarl, which is processed shark meat, is first hung to dry for three to five months. In the end, you get something like ammonia-smelling fermented fish with the jelly texture that reminds you of wet bread. Some things get better with age, unless it's food. But there's one cafe in Bangkok where they've been cooking the same beef and noodle soup for 45 years. This potion-like soup has been simmering for over four decades. The broth has never been thrown away, and it's always kept overnight for the next day's servings. One of the secrets of the unique flavor is the massive grease rim around the pan that formed because they never washed it. Okay, now I've got the perfect excuse to do the same thing. What? The food just tastes better this way. 
From the iconic golden fries to a broken ice cream machine, here are 10 fast food secrets that the fast food industry doesn't really want you to know. Ah, chicken nuggets. Those golden crispy bites you can get from fast food chains. They're even on the menu of school lunches. What if I tell you that they aren't actually made entirely out of chicken? Researchers took chicken nugget samples from unnamed fast food chains and analyzed them. They said that one sample, for instance, contained only 40% and another 50% of meat. The rest? Well, you're eating mouthfuls of things like fat, connective tissue, and bone spicules. Many fast food companies grind the meat with that stuff. They make mechanically formed orbs of chicken parts. Why? Perhaps it's because this method is cheaper and more profitable. Millions of restaurants worldwide have chicken nuggets on their menu. So, scientifically, it's not fair to say all nuggets are made this way. But a lot of studies imply so. The more the meat is processed, the more you lose the good stuff, like vitamin B6 and B12. The bitter truth is that companies add stuff, such as sodium, to the mixed paste. Sodium is added to get a better flavor. It's one of the ingredients that makes nuggets so yummy. Our bodies need sodium, but not too much of it. Unfortunately, most junk food contains more than our bodies can handle. So it might be a safe option to avoid eating these sorts of foods frequently. Chains dip their nuggets into tempura batter and fry them in hydrogenated oil. That's also not a green light regarding health, but this is how they catch the golden tint. They put additional stuff in nuggets. What about grilled chicken? In recent years, we've seen brands highlighting grilled chicken as a healthier option. Research has been done about grilled chicken too. And the same approach is applied here. Take chicken samples from iconic fast food companies and send those to labs for analysis. The results show that companies are misleading people by advertising these products by labeling them as healthy, natural, and 100% chicken breast. In reality, a couple of things are added to the meat to make it tender and juicy. Plus, these additives make it easier to cook the meat, freeze, and transport it, and reheat it later without losing too much moisture. The drawback of all these additives is that they affect the nutritional value of the chicken breast. These ingredients aren't the healthiest for us. We should especially watch out for three things. The first one is, again, sodium. Fast food samples had 7 to 10 times more sodium than home-cooked chicken breast. Imagine you have a cheeseburger, but you say no to yourself and try to pick a less harmful menu item. Yet, some chicken sandwiches have the same amount or even more sodium than a cheeseburger with medium fries. The second thing you need to watch out for is phosphate additives. These additives allow the protein to conjoin more water. This means the white meat in the sandwich will appear juicier to you. Any word you see in the ingredients section that contains FOSS is a phosphate additive, so it's best to avoid them. The last thing you should avoid is sugars and starches, not just in grilled chicken, but pretty much in all fast food products. Oh, that's hard to digest, I admit. Cornstarch, sugar, malt, they come with grilled chicken breast. Buns and even some fries have sugar too. Everywhere I look, it's sugar. You see, home-cooked chicken has zero grams of carbs, but the study samples had added sugar and up to 10% of the calories in the chicken breast comes from there. So what's the moral of this story? If you're a health-conscious diner, you should maybe go for other options. There are secret recipes from companies like KFC and Coca-Cola.
No company wants to share the ingredients that make their food irresistible. But with a little research, you can decipher many things. You want to know the secret of McDonald's fries? It's written on their website. They add beef flavoring to the frying oil. This may sound weird, but apparently that's a known practice amongst chefs and restaurants. Duck fat has also been used as a flavor, for example, in high-end restaurants. I'm a fries lover, so I added another fact about fries. Sadly, they're even saltier than you think. Experts suggest that a grown-up should consume at most 2,300 milligrams of sodium daily. Guess the McD's large fry sodium number. At least 400 milligrams. Classic fries from Burger King have 732 milligrams. And Five Guys take the level even higher with 962 milligrams of sodium. Next time, maybe you can ask workers to go easy on the salt as a solution. Picture this. You're in a hurry, but your tummy says, feed me or I'll affect your mood and make life miserable for you. For a quick snack, you enter a fast food chain restaurant. You order your favorite burger. It looks and smells as if it's just been taken from the grill and served. Nope. They have different types of grills designed for this that can cook meat super quickly. Sorry to bear the bad news, but those perfect grill marks on your burger aren't real tools. The factory adds them. If you want to know how clean an eatery is, look under the ice chute of the soda machine in places where you can get your own drink. There you go, inspector. You solved the case. Various studies say that if such machines aren't cleaned correctly, dirty, contaminated ice can lead to some health problems. There could be mold or bacteria there. Ew! The process of cleaning ice machines isn't easy. The same thing applies to ice cream machines, too. Rumor has it that those ice cream machines aren't out of order. Employers just cannot find time to clean them properly. Now, what's the best time to get a good and fresh meal? Here are two opinions, and they both have solid reasonings. The first team recommends avoiding ordering grilled food in chains from 7 to after midnight. Many former employees say that sometimes they had taquitos or hot dogs prepared at around 4 or 5 a.m., but kept waiting to serve them till around midnight. That's not healthy. The other team says you should order between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. or between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. to get the freshest meal. Since it's going to be around lunch and dinner time, there'll be circulation and you can get decent food. Fast food companies have marketing, design, and psychological tricks to lure you in and make you order. Yet, they don't want you to stay inside for too long. If you were dining in mood lighting, you know under dim lamps and candlelight, you would take your time to eat. As the name suggests, you should be fast like your food in chain restaurants. They have fluorescence and they're in full light. Similarly, the floors and tables have reflective surfaces that make food look nice and bright. Plus, music is usually fast and loud. It's done to prevent you from spending hours there. Yet, they want you to take advantage of the first 20 minutes after your purchase. The faster you eat, the longer it will take you to feel full. Scientists say it takes about 20 minutes for our stomachs to inform our brain, okay, now I'm full. It's a good idea to eat in a clean area, but most of these companies are using cleaning products that have super strong chemicals. Assume that the staff clean the place at the end of their shift. They wipe down the soda machine and grill surface, and then you showed up early the next day. You may get some of that chemical residue on your food compared to other customers visiting the place later in the day. 
the vegan patty may not be 100% vegan. I'm talking about the grill, not the meat itself. In most of the chains, vegan burgers are cooked on the same grill as meat burgers. Do you have fast food chain secrets you want to share? Tell them to fellow Brightsiders in the comments.